Hey everybody, I'm V. I'm Shari. And this is US Bachelor Colton Edition. Episode 5, Thailand. Boop, boop, boop. Mm, love me a bit of Thailand. And so have you, you've been? I've been, yes, yeah. just once, but and loved it. what did you it. think? Yeah. I loved it, loved mm. it. Crazy place. Have you been? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, so we went to um, Bangkok mm. and then went to Wa Hin, which is... Oh, yeah, so been one there. of the, yeah, beachside beach yeah, yes. um, resorts, yeah. Well, unbeknownst to me, I went when it was their water festival mm-hmm. and we travelled around and each town we went to, literally everyone lines the streets with buckets and hoses and mm-hmm. whatever and as you go past whether, whatever vehicle you're in and, you know, those little tuk-tuks, yeah. they just throw water all over you <laughs> and it moves around the country so it's not all on the same day. So we yeah, went right. from sort of north to south. Uh, everywhere we went, we literally got drenched by this amazing festival. And I thought, they need that in hot places like where we are. It was the best thing ever, just yes. ce- celebrating, you know. Yeah, celebrating the heat. Well, the kids <laughs> love it. Like they're all out yeah. there with their little water pistols. And I mean, it's, and you can be, you see people riding along on motorbikes with like a bucket of water and they just throw it on someone as they go past. It's crazy. <laughs> it's super crazy. Love that place. It is a bit cray. It is. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And especially like Pat Pond road and you know that whole oh, the inner all city that. kind of stuff yeah the um the there's a lot of stripper poles a lot of stripper poles in that place it's like and I thought yeah. well that's good for a workout if you need one like, <laughs> mm. yeah no it's it's definitely uh it should be on everybody's to-do list because yeah. it's pretty awesome and even if you um, just ate your way through Thailand mm. that would be enough yeah but food. Uh, yeah it's fab fab So we start off this episode with a very thank you, Bachelor Producers, um, Colton in the outdoor shower. I just thought, well, all righty then, let's uh, let's start all of them like this. (laughs) I know. He's a bit of a – he's a magnificent specimen. Even though he's got a baby face, he's just such a, you know, man mountain love. Yeah, and the whole thing, just Mm. wrap it up with a bow. Thanks very much. I know. Leave him on my doorstep. Thank you. But uh, <laughs> All right. Dean, Dean, we better move on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry, everyone. That was a little bit. Um, but anyway, they're at a gorgeous resort in Thailand and there is a date card um, and Heather gets it and it says, let's experience something new. So for her, that could be freaking anything because she's never been kissed. So God knows what else she hasn't attempted in her life. <laughs> We've got a very low bar. I know. It's, it's like the limbo on the final stages of the competition. Mm. Mm. So anyway, um, they're at some old fishing boat, and I thought he's taken. I think the last three girls out on some kind of fishing boat, hasn't he? It's, it's very fe- nautical. Featured heavily. Well, I think it's yeah. It's kind of the anyway. They have obviously got a camera crew on the boat next door, tug, chug chugging along, and um, anyway, he sort of um, she says to the camera, I think that she's been close to kissing someone, but they weren't for her, and she thinks Colton's um, first kiss worthy. Yes, he is. But imagine if he's your first kiss, it is all downhill, love. Exactly. Like you need to have like had, you know, good and bad kisses many before to sort of mm. fully land on this um, beauty. But anyway, he, uh, she um, is optimistic that, that she'll get a kiss. But, of course, he's been very uh, cautious around her now because, yeah. you know, he's aware of the uh, implications. 
But anyway, um, we go back to the um, mansion and we've got Elise who's in a bit of a funk and she's talking to um, Kerper who magically and mysteriously has a Band-Aid on her chin. And what is your theory? Well, there's no explanation, which is absolutely drives me insane. And it's like mm. she's either slipped over and, you know, chinned the coffee table yep. or someone's kneed her in the chin in some sort of cat fight or she's slipped in the kitchen and clunked on the kitchen island. It could be anything, but how do we not know? So I thought maybe it was like weapons grade, um, you know, pimple or something like Ooh. that because I thought like if you had got hit or, you know, you, whatever, mm. you know, People would understand that you had a mark or a bruise or a cut or something like that, but the fact that she wanted to uh, to cover it up and not talk about it because it was sort of that, you know, when something draws oh, attention. It's a fucking elephant in the room, but it's not <laughs> like it was a skin-coloured Band-Aid. Yeah. It was, like, white. And so it's like they they wanted us to see it, the bastards. They didn't use makeup to cover up if it was – because I thought, do you get cold sores on your chin? I don't, I don't know. I just feel like she's got a wound yeah. and we're not allowed to know what it is. Well, have have you and I spoken about the Kardashian um, argument over the band aids? No. Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. <laughs> so and this that was, is, this it was um, Kanye. Kanye yeah, exactly wanting, wanting this skin coloured. Exactly. Yeah, and I see why now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And this is why. Anyway, Elise um, is so upset about um, after her perfect date, which I didn't think was perfect because I think she didn't play with the kids properly. But, um, <laughs> well, she didn't. She just picked one and Shudgy, she was. <laughs> well, she was just so weird with them. Weird. Weird. So I liked her up until that point. I did not like her. It's like sort of being scared of dogs but pretending you're not and grabbing one puppy and sort of just sitting with that the quiet sure. one because, I don't know, it was weird. Okay. But, Anyway, she's in a funk because she hasn't really seen much of him since. And I think it's because he saw how she was with picking the one kid out and not, not interacting. And he thought, no, nah, that's not good. It's like someone having a favourite child. You can't do that. Yes, because there was like 20, there were 25 kids or something like that. Absolutely. She, every camera shot, she's just with this one little girl. Oh, the one little girl. Yeah. And all the others have got all sorts of, you know, issues. <coughs> and he's me. being all wonderful and loving with them. And she just didn't want to borrow them. So I think he saw, I think he read the room. You know what I mean? Ooh, interesting. So she doesn't know what's happened. She just thinks it was a perfect date, whereas I think otherwise. But um, anyway, so she's left back at the uh, ranch in her, um, you know, funk. But um, um, the date with, um, what's her name again? Heather, never been kissed, is at the Floating City, um, which is fantastic. It's all boats joined together and walkways and everything. You go shopping and it's got food and drink. It's awesome. Yeah, it did look pretty cool, didn't it? Yeah, so they went there and and I thought Heather seems pretty relaxed for someone who's never been kissed. She didn't seem stressed at all. No. I'd be so nervous if it was me. Well, you'd certainly be excited because you'd sort of be the, you're anticipating that maybe today's the day. Yeah, uh, but, but yeah. she wasn't like that. So no, I she was know. like, hey, this is cool. I do this all the time. Go out on a date with a really hot guy when I've never been kissed. And, you know, it just seems um, she seemed <gasps> very relaxed. Are we, are we suspecting that she might be fibbing about the first kiss? Well, who would, though? I mean, that's no. I don't think so. I think she just thinks it's no big deal, whereas I think it's mm. a massive deal. Okay. Mm. So anyway, it, the date then gets a bit orcs. They're sort of sitting or looking at a bit of a view and he's sort of gone, or she, the rocks, and she's gone, the greenery, and I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, this isn't going well. 
did you sort of get that feeling? <laughs> the conversation was just dying. The rocks in the greenery. And then he sort of goes, comes out with, you know, how for the 20 millionth time he wants an adventurous gal. Um, mm. and, and I sort of thought, well, if you've never been kissed, does that mean you're unadventurous? Because I know I yeah. keep harping on it, but. Mm. Mm. Yeah, quite possibly. Mm. So we we go back to the ranch again. I call it the ranch, but you know what I mean, the mansion, um, the manch ranch. And uh, there's a date card. Um, and Elise says it's weeks since her date, um, which, you know, that's all it's going to be for you, love, I'm thinking. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a group date. So um, it's Elise and everyone who are all gutted except for Cassie who's going to get the single date. So they're all spewing and Cassie's wrapped. Yeah. Um, it's not a very good dynamic, is no. it? <laughs> well, the Stockholm syndrome. It's what well, I don't know if it seems to be as strong this time. Like, even though I think he's absolutely gorgeous, yeah, I'm not getting that obsessive kind of um, love from the girls that you sometimes get. I, I sort of feel like they're just a bit lower key about it. I don't know. Yeah, I suspect there's maybe a few angles being played here and other things. That they're maybe there with other ulterior motives. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I thought he really was taken with Elise, and I accept what you're saying about the kids and stuff. Yes. But but then I think he seems quite into everybody that he's with until he's not. It's almost like as soon as he's not, you can basically tell. It's like the light goes out. Thank you very much. It's been lovely. But. Yes. Yeah. We can almost picture him saying to the production people, is that enough? Have you got enough? Like, can I yeah. go now? So yeah. I just felt like he, I think he was pretty keen on her at the start and I'm sure he's so into kids in hospitals and all that sort of his charity mm-hmm. and everything that it was, I mean, I thought it was really obvious that she was very uncomfortable. But uh, anywho, um, so he's, they've gone to the nighttime section of their date because the daytime part was so dull they just didn't even show anything much because, you know, a little bit of shopping and rocks and you know yeah well see I, I i don't know i don't get much from her like i i mean to call somebody boring is a bit harsh but yeah i i find her a bit boring so <laughs> that's harsh maybe v. maybe he's finding her a bit boring too yes well i think it's a bit of a snooze fest um so then he asks her about her past relationships and she said she met a perfect guy um they went out on dates but she just didn't feel it but it lasted for eight months and it's like Oh, you honestly. didn't kiss him for eight months. Didn't kiss him oh, for eight months, off. and he, and he was the perfect guy. Well, everyone said he was perfect. I think it was she wasn't feeling it, but I mean, not even one kiss. Isn't that how you? Isn't that like one of the big indicators of whether that someone's kind of you got chemistry or not? Like, I'm paid to be pushing this sort of you must kiss everyone um, line, but you must. But how? <laughs> okay, so how long would she have been to so, have had an eight month relationship? Like, I, I mean, mean, this seems sort of recentish in the last three years. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So early twenties. So even if you're sharing food or you're, I don't know, just around somebody for eight months, yeah. Surely there's moments where you know how you just head in the wrong direction and bam, you're up against somebody. Like where it's yeah. Oh, okay, well, we gonna, may as well yeah, kiss. But exactly, yeah. which usually happens on first dates for me because I'm right, right there for it. But um, mm. eight months. 
The other thing too is she said that everyone was saying he was perfect for her, so she kind of hung in there because she sort of thought that he must be because they all said so. So I kind of get that that's a pretty good excuse. And, I mean, maybe she didn't want to kiss him. She didn't want to lead him on and give him the wrong impression. But for him, I mean, maybe he was totally besotted with her. But eight months is a long time to sort of have someone – I mean, he might have been in the friend zone from the beginning and, and just, you know, was optimistic. But uh, anyway. Oh, this is whole – it's just not computing for me, no. I'm afraid. Mm. No. So anyway, she um, she reassures him, though, that uh, Colton, that a kiss won't mean he has to be her husband, which was, I think, kind of a nice thing to do because, you know, it was clear that he was sort of um, walking back. on eggshells a little bit yeah. because, you know, he thought his virginity was the issue. But actually now it turns out there's someone who hasn't even had a first kiss – and it better be good. But uh, he gives her a rose. But I did write, he was so courteous and so patient and kind to her that uh, it's like he's just a lovely guy. And um, yeah. th- they go to the beach and there's fireworks and I've, I've written, they better freaking kiss now. And they mm. do. Yeah. They do. So, you know, good. Because, again, as we've said in other things, if they've got the fireworks all lined up and the kiss doesn't happen, what happens? Do so they have to go, all right, everyone, that's it. <laughs> home you know don't worry about it <laughs> back to the fact take them back, back to the factory it's almost like one of those disney shows where they're blowing out the match like somebody's living yeah. <laughs> <laughs> someone's probably saying someone kept the receipt because you know we're gonna take them back we're gonna take all these fucking fireworks back yeah now. so anyway yeah. she'd said that she wanted butterflies and fireworks and she got them and oh, um look I, fuck uh, oh, honestly these people who need everything just perfect oh. in there. Could you imagine, like living? I mean, Disneyland's probably the word for it. It's a it's a Disneyland life, if that's the case. Well, they've probably just watched every season of The Bachelor, like oh, me, and seen so oh, many dates that are kind of Disneylandy, and they think. I mean, that girl yeah. remember at the start that rocked up in the in the Cinderella carriage. I mean, Jesus, <laughs> you know, what kind of delusional world are you living in? Fuck. <laughs> And these are the girls that never think about a day past the wedding. It's all the life, you know, the married. Yeah, it's just the day. Yeah. You know, it's all about the day. And then yeah, once yeah. that day's over, then their life is just, you yeah. know. Yeah. They're not getting mm. married. They're getting wedded. Yeah. That- <laughs> That's so true. Anyway, I've just got rock roll because it's night time and we go to Elise who is curling her hair. Now, why would she be doing that? It's night time. She's not on, not on a date. She is curling her hair in readiness for something. And it's, I'm thinking, oh, that's uh, ominous. See, I, I sometimes do that if I'm bored. So, oh. Boop, 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 what am I going to do? Right. Well, <laughs> you she's, know, she's, but she's in the, got this, you know, I suppose she's got the sad face and like almost, uh, oh, yeah. um, not maniacal, but she's curling that hair. So. Anyway, uh, the girls don't think um, Cassie's coming back from the date, from her single date. Oh, not Cassie. Um, what was her name? Heather. Heather. Yeah. But she walks in with a rose, so everyone's a bit, oh. But uh, just as soon as she's walked in, Elise, who's all frocked up in some freaking see-through scenario Disney dress. I don't even mm, know. That was had, a bit weird, yeah. It was a weird dress. Yeah. Anyway, she's got all the hair curl, got the makeup on. She leaves and... Um, uh, walks out the door. Everyone is fully shook because all well, the gals actually, to their credit, say, oh, she looked really good. You know, that is her statement dress. So uh, they're so observant. I love it. They don't say, where are you going or what are you doing? But just like, oh, she looks really good. Yeah. Um, so anyway, she stomps up wherever, how far away it is to his room and um, 
And the other thing is he's just come off a date. So it's kind of a bit, I think, rude to barge in after a date when someone's on a bit of a high or whatever, you don't know. And then just sort of, and he's given the girl a rose. So clearly it went well. And then she's barged in to sort of almost had the last, it's a bit of a demi move actually. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So Colton, she knocks on the door and he's like, hey, what's up? And she's like in formal gear, you know. So. He must think that is this a date that isn't on my run sheet? Like, <laughs> you know, when did this get added? I'd like to speak to my manager because it's not in my freaking contract. It's an extra date. We didn't agree to this. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> she says um, we struggled in Singapore, and he just looks blank, like is almost as though were you even in Singapore? Like, yeah. I think in her mind they struggled in Singapore. Well, she struggled in Singapore because he has moved on from the child selection debacle. Um, And she so comes in and sort of sits down and says that she wants the time and attention that the relationship deserves. And he still looks – well, he sort of says he's excited about it, which – when he says excited, I think it's the same as when he said he's when he says he's um, what is it um, appreciates and yeah. there's another word he's got another one a bit of a go to yeah um, yeah I can't think of it but um, this the first you know it's a red flag but she goes sort of goes on to say she doesn't know how to compete with the others and he says you don't have to but uh, she sort of continues with there's something off between them and it's like. Well, we know what it is, don't we, Bea? Because it's the child. Yeah, well, see, I hadn't, I hadn't come to that. I just thought that this is part of the process and it, <laughs> it sort of annoys the fuck out of me that mm. these girls sign up for exactly this. There's one bloke, <laughs> there's like 100 women, yep. and he has to spend time with others. And, and he's got to end up with one. This is mathematics, yes. right? Yes. Even I, fa- I failed maths and I can work it out. <laughs> Yeah, no. we're not we're not tops on math. No, no. We're, we're we, we get this. We we yeah. actually get it. It it's makes a, sense. It makes yeah. sense. <laughs> but and she she's sort of older. She's like over thirty. Yeah. And you would think of all the people who could be patient. Oh, I suppose yes. Sorry, I'm no. talking shit because <laughs> she's going to get very impatient, isn't she? <laughs> but oh. yes. But but to to sort of lay it out onto him and saying. But effectively, he should be giving their relationship the time that it deserves. Blah 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 blah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, he needed to cut her loose. Yeah. Well, at that point, he's got his head. Oh, she says there's something off between them, and at that point, he's got his head in his hands. So I mean, he's just like, what do I have to freaking do to let this bird know I'm not interested anymore after the way she <laughs> cho- chose that one child and ignored all the others? So uh, anyway, he says um, he doesn't give up on relationships he's genuinely excited for. And I'm thinking, oh, that's deep. That's like he's basically saying he's given up on it because he's not genuinely excited about it. Like that was the best double message, you know, the mm. hidden message. And so she then says she can't accept a proposal uh, from him after sharing him for a few months and that she can't promise she'll get there because, you know, the gals are already falling in love with him and it's not working for her, so she has to leave. So, okay then. Yep, see ya. (laughs) (laughs) And at that point, I mean, I kind of wrote down what I think she said, but I Mm. did write down then, I have no idea what her argument is. She's saying that she can't accept a proposal in a few weeks. What the fuck? So uh, it just, she was kind of rambling and it was like everyone's competing for him. That is the 
as That's you the just, premise of this yeah, show. Yeah. And uh, so she's had a date. She sat back and thinking that, well, he's not taking her on every single date. So, that the, you know, the relationship's over and it's like, mm. anyway, he just gave her a bit of a hug goodbye. Um, yeah. yeah. I do think this is a bit of a wheat from the chaff kind of situation. Yes. It's like, look, you know, if you're not smart enough to work it out before you get here and then you get here and, mm. you know, maybe you did work it out but you're struggling with it. I think she wanted him to solve the problem for her and there was no yes. solving it. Yes, so she just ended up with her, I mean. She wedged herself. Yeah. She had nowhere to go because she was basically saying, I'm here to lay a threat down. Yes. And he's going, well, I can't do anything about that. And so yep. she had she had to go. Yes. I've done that twice in my life actually. Mm-hmm. Both times laid it down an ultimatum which was not met and I was like for the, you know, Absolutely. So I, mean, I can't, cannot judge this girl because I have done the same thing and it didn't work. Yeah. So um, I think blokes don't like being, you know, put in a corner or whatever. Yep. But she then says, says, you know, I don't want this. And I'm like, well, stay, you dickhead. But uh, it yeah. was too late. So straight away she's saying to the camera she made a big mistake. And I don't think I realised at the time what you just said, that she uh, she was hoping he would. Mm. Uh, I thought she'd already made up her mind, but you're 100% right. She was hoping he'd reassure her. Yeah. And I think oh. I think in his way he was, but with, without making errant claims, he can't say, you're the girl, now just go along with it. Yeah. Uh, you know. I mean, he has to keep it an even hand over things. So, But going back to this line that mm. he doesn't give up on relationships he's genuinely excited for, well, he hasn't paid her any attention since the playground, at the fairground date. So he has given up this relationship because he's not you genuinely think, excited. Yeah. yeah, but I can't believe that I uh, that this girl has done something that I've done twice and I didn't actually recognise the behaviour until you just said it. So, yeah. oh, this is such a learning experience, everyone. <laughs> 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 so cathartic, isn't Don't it? Don't give ultimatums. That's all I can say if you actually really want to be the person. Um, so then what happened? Um, um, oh, Colin then sort of says um, for someone to give up on, on him or, you know, on us, it brings up his fear of his worst nightmare. And, I mean, he says this the whole way through this season, you know. And, I mean, I know Becca dumped him, but he's the one that they're all there for. I don't know why you think people aren't really, you know, I mean, can't you see Goo Goo Gaga eyes when you when you can't you recognise them when you see them? You know these girls that are falling for him. Surely you can. Mm. I just wonder if at play here is also, the, yeah. There's the concern that he is he is a personality, I suppose, of some description because he's featured on a previous mm. one, so he has some kind of profile or whatever. People wanting to be with him just for that profile, not just be with him. But then also he would have experienced that as a as a professional sportsman. Yeah. But, um, I mean, is, isn't that kind of what makes half of him, not that he's in the, in the public eye, but that he's yeah. like, I mean, he's, he's uh, oh, I mean, I, I'm not getting the feeling that they're kind of giddy with, how can I even put it? I can't imagine that you, you if you weren't giddy about him, mm. no, that's not even right either. If you're giddy about him, it's because you're into him, and they're all—they all seem giddy. Well, at, at first they do, anyway. But I think he—he he thinks what's making them giddy is not him; it's the idea of him. But he, but it is him. I think that's what he doesn't realise. His package is that he is this very likable, very successful, you know, um, sporty per. Like I mean, it's mm. it is all him. But I suppose he's thinking he's just a hometown boy from freaking Rocky Mountain High or whatever he's from. Yeah. But mm, so I mean, it's really in his head at this point. He's 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 started. 
he's been struggling and it does continue, doesn't it? Um, mm. Throughout this, this sort of episode, he's, mm. he's freaking out. Um, and, oh, and so the next day he says, you know, today's the morning after my one-on-one with Heather and my breakup with Elise. I thought, oh, I think she broke it up. But anyway, yeah. and, he, and he still can't get out of his head that he could get hurt. And I thought, well, you're the one proposing at the end. Like, but see, the, <coughs> excuse me, that's what made me think that he actually did like Elise, but he was sort of assuming that she wasn't going to be affected by him oh. sort of going through the motions of, or, or going through the work that he has to put in to find the person out of this group that he does want to do. Mm. And also you've probably got more of an insight into this than I do, but mm. on the Australian Bachelor, uh, th- there's been some engagements on the yeah. night, but then others is like, oh, this is a friendship ring or, yeah. you know. Um, but over there, particularly oh. for him, it seems like all about the engagement. Well, like it always is. To be married. Right. I okay. mean, every one of them, they get this jeweller called Neil Lane who comes oh, in with a Neil box Lane of jeweler. yeah, yeah. box of rings, and every right. one of them, they the guy chooses. They're ready to. Well, they pick. You know, he's usually got about six or eight rings. They mm. pick a rock that's worth. You know, obviously it's a donation. Like you know, what do you call it? A sponsor. product placement. Yeah. Yeah, sponsor. Yeah. So it's the big deal. They get the engagement ring, and I mean, there's only been. I think they always end in a proposal and it's not so much that someone says no, it's more that the girl who's the second, there's two, you know, two girls, one of them mm. think, well, they both think it's them. So one's always got a broken heart. This is kind of like he's making him who's the, the you know, the one that they all want. And so he's going to get the broken heart. He's the one giving out the ring. It's very, it's just a bit um, switched around from what it normally is. It is a bit counterintuitive. I would I would be more than happy if he didn't ask me to marry him, but if I got a Neil Lane ring anyway. I know. Well, it would I mean, be a great consolation. You can price. say thank you, yes, and then you can just wear it. You can, you can just keep, you know, being. I like being engaged much better than being married. Engaged is sort of fun. You've got a lovely rock, but, you, you know, it's just it's funner. I think next time around, <laughs> just the ring. Uh, but anyway, and the other thing I'm starting yeah. to think too yeah. is that most, you know, most seasons the guy is usually um, sort of saying that they, they can't decide, they you know, falling for all these different girls, but we kind of generally get the impression that there is someone they've liked from the very beginning. I'm wondering yeah. if Colton's line to sort of keep him from, you know, playing his cards too early is to keep repeating, you know, this sort of, oh, I'm scared of being hurt, I'm scared of being hurt. I'm yeah. wondering if that's kind of his, um, you know, that they've sort of agreed, right, this is what you're going to use as sort of your drama and uh, if it's a bit of a not necessarily. Like a ploy. Well, not to... even a ploy, just right. an escape route for him for, okay. uh, to give a bit of drama to each episode. Otherwise, because if he was just head over heels straight away, which I think some of them have been mm. uh, almost on the first night, then yep. it just um, wears the drama. So there's got to be some from both sides is my theory. Well, but... it's a good one because I am right there for it because, of course, mm. I'm like at the screen going, like you won't be hurt. There'll be lots of girls for you. I know. Like, it does make him very endearing. Oh, yeah, he's yes, he's super cute. So then um, they go on this group date with, and there's ten of them, and it's uh, welcome to the jungle. And he says again how he wants an adventurous gal. We know Colton, like we got this, but I don't know whether the girls have, mm. because uh, anyway, they meet Joe, uh, a Thai guy who was raised in the jungle, and he's got some sort of uh, foods, you know, jungle food for them. And so Hannah Alabama, being so freaking competitive, eats a bug hole, mm. um, and then I think Tasha ate a scorpion. And then um, Colton's worst fear, there's a snake and I think he screams and, like, 
like runs away a little bit, which <laughs> love him even more. <laughs> love. <laughs> oh, he's so sweet. Um, so they split into three teams to bring back water and food. So um, two girls or three, one, one group of, I think it's three girls, they're cutting bamboo to get water and there's like a freaking river just racing past right next to them. And I thought, oh, that's ironic, isn't it? Like, you know, but good, you know, good on you. And then um, Demi thinks, says she's thinking outside the freaking box and mm-hmm. um, always wanting to sort of, you know, make, it, uh, make him notice her by doing yeah. something different like her stupid rose acceptance lines. Yes. So she sort of says they should work smart and uh, not smart. What is it? Work not hard but work smart smarter, or something. Smarter, not harder. Yeah, yeah. So uh, she's decided to get a ride with her team to go and uh, get uh, um, um, some burgers and some booze like from some, you know, nearby sure. place or something. Yeah. I love the way they just happened to hitch a ride. Like they're in the jungle. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. That was pretty um... – anyway, and then at the, in the meantime, um, some gal is kissing Colton. I don't even know who it is. Oh, I think it was Tasha, Tasha, or however they mm. say it. Mm. And, uh, and the two girls she's with, which is crying Nicole and um, uh, Megan Markle look like Katie, they're both freaking spewing because one minute they're all – four of them fossicking around the next minute Tasha's having a bit of a patch with him behind some bamboo or something. He seems so, pretty keen on her. I know, I know. And I thought that was a bit rude though, really, when there's a group of them, you don't kind of, you know. But anyway, um, then meanwhile back at the resort, um, Cassie's date card. Is, is it Cassie? Have I got that right? Cassie got a date card? Um, yeah, I think so. Anyway, she, it says, I'm looking for love deeper than the sea. Um, so that's, I think for the next, must be the next day or something, but, um, so it's date, oh, it's part two of the group date. Um, it's night time and, um, um, Tasha, I think he said he liked her bold move to sort of grab him and kiss him. Um, oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, but anyway, Hannah, Alabama finds him and, um, Reckons she'd sort of um, do well in some zombie apocalypse, apocalypse or something. I don't know what that was about. I like um, that he agreed with her. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she sort of got a maniacal big smile. Like it just looks a bit unhinged. It's the eyes. It is the eyes. They're, they're, yeah, the crazy eyes. crazy. Yeah. Yes. Um, but anyway, she tells him she's falling in love with him and they have a bit of a kissy face session. And I thought, oh, she's, mm. she is competitive, that girl. She's, um, she's going mm-hmm. for broke. Yep. Um, so the next thing, there's the, uh, the rose on the tray. Do not touch it, Demi, because, you know, after that last time, I'm, <laughs> I'm, on, I'm on a high alert. Yeah. Um, so Onyeka and Demi are having a chat um, and – uh, they're saying Elise told her something about, oh, um, I think, who's saying to who? Onyeka's saying Elise told her something about Nicole, crying yeah. Nicole, um, that she wasn't here for the right reasons. Mm. So um, Demi said that she had to tell him um, about Courtney. Now, what was that? Um, oh, I've forgotten already. Courtney. Oh. <sighs> I think is that two of them that um, they're saying that uh, they are saying there are multiple people there yes. who are there for the wrong reasons. It's the wrong yeah. reasons. So yeah. anyway, Onyeka says it's uh, shit's about to go down and finds Colton. You know, says it was a fun day. 
um, and that, uh, you know, she's all excited and everything. But Elise leaving, I know it was hard for you, but before she left, um, she said Nicole t- told her something um, and that was that she, and crying Nicole yeah. was that she wanted to find an opportunity to leave Miami. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So, of course, he then again, his same line every freaking interaction, it's my greatest fear, um, and grabs Nicole and tells her what Onyeka said. Um, and um, Tasha, I think, says that she was there for the conversation and Nicole didn't say any of that. This is back with the girls. Yeah. And, uh, and all she said was that you have to take opportunities because they can change your life, which is probably getting out of Miami. I don't know. But, uh, but yeah, there's trains, planes and automobiles that leave Miami too. She does not need Colton, the bachelor, yes. to get her out of Miami. I, yeah. Yes, but Nicole, she's been crying way too much for my liking. So she comes back and she's crying again and sort of says to Onyeka, why are you spreading rumours? And then Onyeka says that Nicole cries literally every single day. And I thought, okay, I'm with you here because you can't be doing that. Um, You know. Um, So anyway, he, in the meantime, he gives the rose to Hannah, Alabama. Yep. And at this point, her nose, it looks like, I don't know what it is, but her nose is bright red. There's something going on. I don't know what, whether the makeup's worn off from their kissing or something. Yeah. But her nose is like freaking red off the red nose reindeer. So, anyway, just another reason why I'm not a big Hannah fan. <laughs> it's red <laughs> nose. Um, yeah, so then it's the um, next day and it's Cassie's one-on-one. Um, and they have the massive chemistry. Like they when they sort of see each other, it's it's – on like Donkey Kong and um, once again it's a fishing boat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, it's like they haven't got their same network of uh, people to organise dates in uh, Thailand as they have back at home. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, let's just get that fishing boat guy again because he's the only one we know that speaks English and, or speaks American and uh, we can't understand anyone else. Um, anyway, but he says, Colton says the chemistry with Cassie is natural and he's smitten by her and wants to take her, uh, the relationship to the next level. Mm. Yeah. So that's pretty, yeah, and that's pretty revealing compared to what he said to other girls. Um, yeah. But, but, so he, <laughs> but, you know, even now still, even when he's saying that, yep. I'm not getting it. You're because not buying it? Well, not. Oh, I believe him because when a man's using the word smitten. It is such a sweet word too. They don't, yeah, use words that rhyme with kitten very much. And <laughs> so I, I usually, like, I, I suspect that he is smitten with her. Yeah. But I don't see why because no. we haven't seen that connection. Like, you do see them get all excited, but I yeah. see a lot of girls get excited around him. Mm. But I suppose what I'm not seeing is... Anything other than her physicality, like like the personality. Oh, I think it's purely or... purely physical. Purely I don't physical. think they've spoken because I mean that time he grabbed her in that hallway. I keep bringing it up because we'd never heard her speak before no. that. Basically, and they're having no. a big, big, you know, huggy, kissy session. And it's like, yes. when did this? Like, you know, but he says he's going to he's taking her to a private island, and we we get we they go in the boat up to this it's a freaking sandbank with like yeah. it looks like low tide there's there's not a tree there's not a i mean yes. maybe maybe we're a bit spoiled where we are in the world because there so, are yeah. little islands in the wit sundays that are all absolutely gorgeous this is like a sandbank and so i'm thinking well you better hurry up with whatever you're going to do because you guys and on the cam- and the cameraman like standing <laughs> on this bit of sand they haven't even got a picnic like nothing 
nothing. Where's the beach umbrella? There's nothing. Like they literally have got nothing. I think they just decided to stop at the last minute. But anyway, um, so then we've got Sydney who's kind of been in the background um, other than doing those flexible leg stretches that, you know, everyone got annoyed about at the gym date. Oh, yes. But – but uh, she's sort of saying to someone that um, uh, they've seen um, his connection and attraction to Cassie, so they're all a bit worried ah, about this. So okay. they've seen it, we just haven't, because who are we, the freaking chop liver viewers? Who mm. cares what we see? But uh, they all know. Anyway, they're swimming together, and he says then that he is insanely attracted to her, and they haven't stopped passing when they're in the water. They're just kissing the whole time. There's about 40 different camera angles, kissing, kissing, more kissing. You know, she's got her legs around his waist or whatever, kissing, lots of kissing. Yeah. So, um, and then they go on to the nighttime aspect of the date um, and he says to her, he knew from the moment he met her, he was insanely attracted to her. I mean... It's not like she's exotic or she's just an attractive blonde girl, I suppose. Yeah, but, yeah, you know. no. I, I would, I would agree. She's symmetrical, like mm. you know, the two eyes, nose, mouth, like hair. Yeah, but like, he does like eyes and teeth, though. Remember, so that works. He does. Yeah. Yeah, so big tick there. Yeah, but tick, yeah, tick. I, I don't look at her and go, mm, "Wow, no, stunning." And yeah. I mean, we're not going on looks clearly, but we have not seen anything to make us get into her personality because she's had no. barely. I think she was crying one time to the camera, feeling left out or something, and then yeah. some. Oh, I don't know, nothing. So anyway, they have a bit of a, a clink drinks, and then she tells him that she's not a virgin and hopes he's okay with that. You know that we, uh, we, you know, we sort of should talk about it, and um, mm. but then says that her family and everything in her community don't know she's not a virgin. I thought, oh, that's a Christian community if ever I've heard one, yes. because they're yeah. about to find out on national television, and wow, she's going to be shunned when she gets home. <laughs> she be excommunicated out of the community. Well, I mean, totally. The girl's in her twenties, you know, and if I mean, do you tell your family and your community if you have had sex? Like, I, where does no, you do not announce no. to the general community. <laughs> Maybe she's trying to get it out there. Maybe she actually is a virgin and just wants to sort of end that narrative or something. Who knows? But it was very strange. They well, seemed, you know, she yeah. could be the scarlet woman if that's the case. And mm. I just, yeah, mm. yeah, I don't know. I just, they make too much of a thing of this. They do. Know. And then the next thing you know, they're, they're, um, they seem very connected. That's all I was thinking. This is this seems like there's been a bit more going on than we are aware of. And the next yeah. thing, they're in his bed and uh, it's like their first date and he sort of says he's crazy about her and I'm like, oh, my God, it's too soon. Mm. Um, but he sort of says his gut and his heart are telling him to go on. So it's like, well, what happens then? We don't even know. See, I'm not appreciating that there's not a story arc here. There's nothing. It's no. like I think she said nothing to anybody, so they're like, well, fuck, they're in bed together. So he's obviously keen on her, but there's nothing to tell. So they don't yeah. even plant a storyline in there for our, you know, sort of, you know, to try and like even manipulate us. It's just literally no. there's nothing. Yep. So um, the next thing you know, the gals are all dressed up for the cocktail party. There's 12 of them. Um, but Nicole, crying Nicole, wants to speak to, uh, with Colton to sort things out. Oh, so we don't yep. find out what, uh, what um, what's her name, Cassie and Colton got up to. It's like, you know, curtains on that date. So yeah. who, who knows? But anyway, um, Onyek is looking very squirmy that Nicole wants to sort of talk to him about it. Um, and he arrives and 
um, Kerpa's describing the situation sort of, uh, I think, to everyone else, but no explanation for the Band-Aid on her chin. And it's, no one, no one mentions bad. it. <laughs> it drives me mad. It's like wearing two different shoes. Like, just tell us what happened. It's probably a funny story, but that girl is very serious, old Kerpa. She's not, uh, she's not your most um, light-hearted gal. I'm no, thinking. you're right. Yes. No. Yeah, yeah. She's very pretty, but very serious. Um, anyway, then the next thing you know, Tasha and Colton are down on the beach doing one of those beautiful Thai lanterns, you know, that you let yes, go. Yeah. And it's absolutely gorgeous. And all the girls are completely jealous. And I'm thinking that Tasha is getting right in there. She's sort of, you She's know. She's getting a lot of attention, yeah. Mm. Um, then Demi grabs him because they're all trying to, you know, make their sort of ploy. Yeah. She gives him a trust ring and I'm just like, God. Um, and his response was, I appreciate that, which we know means I'm not interested. So that's yeah. what I'm saying to you. Um, and they have a bit of a kiss, but. Yes, he appreciates it. That's his number one red flag word. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then the next thing, um, what's her name? What have I got? Kersha. I've just made that name up. I don't even know who that is. That Kerpa? <laughs> Was it Kerpa, Kerpa or Tisha? Oh, she's the dental hygienist. So she's flossing his freaking teeth with something, like giving him a bit of a, you know, dental hygiene session. I'm like, mate, you've got to, your game is no good. You've got to go away and think about that because that's not a way to a man's heart, you know. Was this Kerpa? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no wonder he let her go. Yeah. Well, I he hasn't yet. But well, he hasn't yet. Oh, right. <laughs> well, he will eventually, hopefully. But, yeah, she's flossed his teeth. Um, so, anyway, then he sits down with Nicole and uh, she says she's got a lot to say. You know, it's not true what Onyeka said. Um, and back up with the other girls, Demi's saying she'll just talk to him and cry. So I thought, yeah, yeah well, sometimes it's you get it spot on. Yeah, yeah, I do like it when Demi gets it right. Um, but uh, um, what's her name? Nicole, crying Nicole says Onyeka is bullying her and putting her down and saying she's not worthy and that he needs to know the way she treats um, her. And mm. it's like, ooh. So this, I think this is something that's sort of coming up a bit with this, that it's very easy – like these girls that look like butter wouldn't melt in their mouth, mm. they can plant a bit of a story and, um, with, you know, it, it then this poor guy has got enough trouble as it is choosing. If you've got lies in it as well, it's going to be very tricky. Yeah. Um, so anyway, um, Colton is confused and frustrated and grabs on Yeka and sort of says, you know, um, or he butters her up first a little bit, like has a bit of a, a sweet talky chat and she's looking all relaxed and thinking oh, this is going well. And then he yeah. drops a bombshell yep. and, and says, you know, he spoke to Nicole uh, about and she said he was, she was bullying and belittling her and telling people that she's mentally unstable. So that was kind of like, fuck, that's major, you know, and to be confronted with that if you haven't done it would be horrible. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So to the camera, Onyeka says, um, I've never in my life been called a bully. Nicole is a psycho. <laughs> and if, like, if, if she yeah. hasn't been called a bully before, I'm not here. Yes. Because well, she has. She is just, now. Hey. She's just, she's so, <laughs> dem- yeah, she, <laughs> she that box. Uh, but she's so demonstrative and she raises her voice very early on. You well, know, she was she, doing the air horn, wasn't she? That was her. Yeah. But, yeah. But I just love the way that up until that point, I'm kind of giving her the benefit of the doubt of just being a real, you know, calling it as it is, telling it. Sure. But then when, when she said she's a psycho, I, 
I don't know, I probably would have said the same thing. But anyway, so Onyeka sits down with Nicole um, after mm-hmm. that and it's, it's on. It's part two. And Onyeka's <laughs> saying, tell me one time I called you mentally unstable. And Nicole says it was emotionally unstable. So I asked if you were, and she changes mm-hmm. it again, I asked if you were emotionally stable enough to be in a relationship. And so it's like. It, it wasn't well, mentally unstable. Well, she's emotionally unstable. You're saying, are you mentally? Are you emotionally stable enough to be? In a but mentally unstable is a whole nother ball game, True. you know. So anyway, the girl they're they're yelling, and the girls can hear them. And um, Colton's trying to talk to Megan, Mark, or Katie, and yeah. um, everyone's listening because you know they're they're yelling. And so Colton says he'll be right back, mm-hmm. and he's. He sits down with him and he's actually, it's like he's dying. He just obviously can't bear this sort of shit. And Katie yes. has been left on, on her own um, and he tries to get a word in and storms and then just storms off. And then mm. Onyeka follows him and sort of he says he needs time. And then Nicole tries to grab him and he says he needs time. And, uh, and he does that angry walk on the sand. Yeah. Super angry, like, and I mean, you can't even stomp on sand, but he does. I mean, <laughs> makes no stompy noises. But, but I, I, I gather at that point. See, I'm not sure whether he is just angry at them going at it like that, mm. and that makes him really uncomfortable, or if this is just you know all too much for oh, him. Yeah, for sure. I think he just doesn't know who to trust. When when you've got two people yeah. telling a different side of a story that he might like one of them, he sure. doesn't know who to believe because he's got nothing to base it on. You know, he's got no yeah. past history with them, anything. So mm. anyway, the girls are all worried that he's going to call it quits because he's stomping away down the sand into the sun or the darkness actually. Yeah. Um, and the girls are all crying and uh, he sort of, I think, says to the camera he's over it. Yeah. But, um, but then we come back, like so it's the end. But then we come back to this really weird um, scene of Sydney, the dancer, sort of doing a, a, a cheers with Colton, sort of saying, cheers to you, whacking my weeds. And he's like, mm-hmm. what? And yeah. she's like, you know, sort of trying to explain it more and he's just looking as blank as, and she's like, it's a sexual innuendo. And I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. this girl is weird and poor Colton, like, unless he's just trying to ignore it because he doesn't want to engage in that. But um, I definitely think that's what it is. I yeah, think that's I very, so. it's a bit lowbrow for him. Oh, it was horrible. It yeah. was just like, could you be any, you know, yeah. more Especially crass? Especially when you're talking to somebody who is a virgin, mm. you know, either, you know, I suppose you go the way some girls who ask the direct question about it, but as you say, she just went the way of innuendo. Yeah, yeah, it was never going to work. I think some of these girls really picked their mark very poorly. (laughs) Well, I think she said another one as well, but I didn't write that down. I don't know what it was, but do you remember? Yeah, because there was the other one first, and then I think she said then and something about whacking my weeds. Yeah, oh, something about um, trimming my head or something. Yes, maybe. Oh, it was horrible. But, But usually that has to do with landscaping down yes. there, you know. Yes. And uh, surely she wasn't trying to make that sexual and, like. But it was like. But that's just so OTT. And also just so it's not it's not funny and it's not sexy. No. It's just kind of no. like, ooh. No, you know? cringy, yes. Cringy, exactly. So Sydney's on my shit list. <laughs> Even yeah, though it's a lovely place to visit, but, yeah, Sydney the dancer, shit list. 
yeah. And I think, again, internally he was saying, yeah, I appreciate you, but you are yeah. not my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you go and whack somebody else's weeds because yeah. uh, I'm not interested, but, you know. So, yes, that was episode whatever that was. What was that? Five. Five. So um, there's plenty more to come. So stay tuned if you've um, discovered our podcast and um, – uh, and you're enjoying the uh, Colton season, and don't forget our. Um, oh, don't forget to subscribe. So when we put them up so randomly, you'll get a little alert that it's in, and you won't have to go searching all the time. Great advice, Shari. And Ooh. I will say today we had um, somebody contact us via our Twitter, which is love underscore hate debate. Mm. Uh, so uh, somebody by the name of Korean Movies mm. uh, uh, with the. We love dog Korean bite. movies. Dog bite, dog two, yes, <laughs> handle. And uh, they gave us uh, some lovely feedback. They said, love your podcast, ladies. Keep up the great work. You have me hook on, hooked on Colton season now. Yay! <laughs> well, I, I reckon we're hooked on Colton season. We are. We are. And even though it's sort of, you know, behind the, we're behind the eight ball because it has screen, we, I have not seen a spoiler. So I'm just dying to get to the end of this. And I hope you are too. No sneaking um, no sneaky peeks. <laughs> you know me. I'm all the way snuck. Yeah, so. no. See, this is the thing. <laughs> so V, naughty. V's been to the end, but she's uh, thankfully not uh, giving too much away, and uh, she's sworn to not tell me anything. So I do not want to know until it's revealed to me in its all its glory. So I am um, the vault. You are, but yes. So um, we'll see you next time, and um, hope you're enjoying it. Thanks for tuning in. Ciao for now. Ciao.